Wilson, like a cork in the ocean over his head. Marking contest over the top, Subic, great grab. Across the ground, bam, in comes Donny Wurzlow. Got it out to a oh. kick, kick smothered, check, Hunter. Who would have thought the sequel would be just as good as the original? Kicks inside 50, McGovern, McGovern, what a player. Shank needs to be in perfect the the premiers of 1992. The 1994 premiers. Premiers. The 2018 AFL Premiership team. The West Coast Eagles. G'day everyone. Welcome to the Big Footy Eagles I'm your host, Honey Badger 35 I'm joined on this week's show by Miguel Sanchez and by Keys. You'll hear from them very shortly, and the reason is this. The three of us sat down to do our regular podcast for the week. We were going to launch the season off with an off-season recap, going through all the big moves, the ins and the outs, the coaching changes, etc. Whilst we were doing that, some pretty significant news was announced and uh, we pretty much had to do a little short, dedicated episode to it. So this one's going to be shorter than normal, and you'll get a full off-season recap episode coming up in the next few days. But we thought, yep, yeah, chat about this one now, get it into the podcast feeds, get the season started the right way, because some massive news for the West Coast Eagles. Ladies and gentlemen, Willie Rioli is back. <laughs> So today, the Eagles fans, the AFL community, and Willie Rioli himself have all found out that we've got a result. We have a result in this uh, doping ban situation. It's been hanging over the club for a good 18 months now, but we finally know Willie Rioli, a two-year ban of which 18 months have already been served. Basically, it puts him at a return to training on the 20th of June this year and a return to AFL action on the 20th of August 2021. Miguel, we have been following this one very avidly throughout the offseason. It's been a pretty frustrating, drawn-out process, but we have a result. 540 days later, here we are. Willie Rioli is going to be back this year. Yeah, it's uh, it's great news. It's really, looking at it, I think it's probably the best result we could have hoped for. Um, the delay was obviously really frustrating for us and would have been absolutely excruciating for Willie. Um, and I think that reflects really poorly on the, the whole system and hopefully it's a bit of a, a catalyst for change uh, in that regard and, and Trevor Nisbet's hinted at that a bit uh, in his press conference today but the re- actual ultimate result is that we potentially get Willie back ahead of the finals uh, this season which is, is really better than I was hoping for and yeah you could see him potentially coming in even off very little preparation and being a part of a, a final series. So um, that's a great result. And yeah, it's just going to be fantastic to see him back in Eagles colours, I think. So to go through the actual, I suppose, formalities of, of the charge, there were, there were two counts of uh, urine substitution and then one of a positive cannabis test. A lot of that's been out there for a while. And the thing is, we've, we've kind of known that the four-year maximum, probably no one expected anything better than three years, I would have thought, for a while. But Keys. Because this saga has dragged on for so long, and, and the longer it's gone, I guess, the more people have started to really sympathise with Willie at a personal level and, and start to get on the back of the AFL and Asada for mishandling the situation. But were you expecting anything like a two-year return? You know, he's, he can come back fairly soon, especially to training. This is a really big deal for the club and a big deal for him personally. Did you see this coming in any way, Keys? 
Not not quite the way it was. No, I I thought probably I thought perhaps thirty months was perhaps going to be where it landed, and that would rule him out effectively for this year and, and allow him to come back next year. And that's where I my thinking was that they'd sort of bring it down enough to rule him out for this year, but then tack on six months, which just sort of made it look a little bit meaner and perhaps rule out an appeal. That we got it down to to two years is you know it must have been some fairly good. To the arguments behind the scenes to, to do that and then I think they've played a little bit of shenanigans with the, the dating of the when it's, the band starts to bring it back to August 20 which is the day of the test rather than either the last day he played against Essendon or the day he was notified and pulled out so we've definitely got the bonus three weeks which I think is a, a nod to some of the delays the importance of that is it opens up the possibility that he can play the last round and and that means it's certainly a chance for finals I, I mean if they had a data that, that from the day he got pulled out he, he would have been having to come back midway through finals which would have been really really awkward if, if we were still involved now given he can train with the club for two months beforehand he, he's got a really good little batch there where he can do a, a mini pre-season get himself properly fit get himself involved in drills and everything like that and be ready to come in and play finals and you know if we can sort of you know we're about and things like that is a pretty nice boost to have a guy like Rioli perhaps come into the side on on the finals nice and fresh and probably fairly keen to repay a huge amount of faith that the club and his teammates have given in him because I love the guy and things like that but he did something really really dumb but they all stood by him and he needs to he needs to repay that faith. You mentioned there it would have been tough bringing him in during the middle of a finals campaign, which of course it would have been. It's it's high stakes footy and you can't really bring in anyone who's underdone. The exciting thing from this for me is, well, number one, he can start training in June. So that already gets him a bit more integrated in the system. It gets him on track nice and early, which is which is good from a return point of view. It also puts a lot of pressure on the other small forwards at the club. And let's face it, last year that was an area we were lacking. Liam Ryan took his game to a whole other level, but outside of him, there were, you know, it wasn't a, a great small forward group last year. So pressure on that little forwards group there to, uh, you know, say, hey, get your act together, or there's a guy that actually genuinely could take your spot. That's pretty exciting from the Eagles, just from the home and away perspective. Miguel, the other thing I always go back to with Willie Rioli, this is what excites me the most about him, because we know how crafty he is. He can snap a goal and, you know, he chases hard, all this great stuff. The 2018 grand final, Dom Sheed kicks a goal, the Eagles go in front, you're facing what very well looks like the final centre ball up of the entire season. The season's on the line at the G and Adam Simpson said, Willie, you're in the guts. He put him straight in the midfield. This is a guy that has a lot of strings to his bow outside of that crumbing, crafty small forward. So yeah, Miguel, just just a really, really big boost this news. Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, that three-week period, it doesn't sound like much, but it's going to be, it, it's a really big boost for us, as Keith said. And, and as you said, because yeah, we can get some match practice into him before the finals rather than you know, potentially parachuting him in for a sudden death final. Um, we've got, I was just looking at the waffle fixtures, we've got the Beagles playing Claremont on um, the 21st of August, which I think is the day after his ban expires. So you know, even if we don't bring him in for that, um, the final round game at AFL level, we can he can play waffle footy that week. If the Beagles qualify for the finals, the first week of that is the 29th of August, which is, this is all, I suppose, subject to fixtures being thrown out again. Um, but yeah, that's the, the pre-finals bye weekend. So you could get a couple of um, 
couple of waffle games in before the AFL final start. And yeah, he's just the sort of player that you're not going to rely on him to sort of come in and, and you know, be a heavy lifter and play midfield minutes and so on. He can you know, come off the bench, play in a forward pocket and just you know, change the game with a few touches. He's that sort of player. So yeah, it really is. It's, it's a fantastic result, all things considered. There you go, guys. A short podcast today about Willy Rioli. The news was just too big to ignore. We had to have a little bit of a chat about it, but we've got a full-length episode of the podcast back to regular weekly service. It's coming your way in the next couple of days. Full off-season recap, so we're talking the players in, the players out, which draftees we liked, what's going on in the coach's box, what's going on with the uniform, the rule changes, all of that. It's all coming your way next few days, so keep your eyes peeled to the podcast feed for that one. Wherever you're listening to this one, it'll show up there at some stage in the next couple of days. But all in all, guys, we are back for the season. We're going to be churning out the weekly podcast as normal, try and fit some more interviews in as well, a few commentaries down the line I would suggest coming your way too. So until then, guys, follow us on Twitter, at WCEBFpod. We're on Facebook as well. You can find us there. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify. Give us a rating. Give us a review. Tell a friend. Tell your parents. Tell the bloody dog. Tell whoever you want. Uh, We are coming your way back again in season 2021. Lots of weekly content and plenty more as well. Until next time, guys, I've been HoneyBadger35. We've had Miguel on. We've had Keys on. You'll hear from all three of us very, very shortly. We'll see you then. Bye now.